We now continue with more of The Mark Milton Show with The Smash on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. Boy, I tell you what, I listen to these rhythms and I think myself, 1960s man, everything old is new again. But hey, Nelly, salute to you, partner. It is The Mark Milton Show. Smash with you right here. And I tell you what, Mark Milton kind of got riled up. I said, Marcus, sit back. Let me handle the intro. Calm down. And we'll get back to you. Uno momento, por favor, my internationally speaking friend. And we opened the whole thing up with uh, Jeff Jensen. He is a U.S. attorney. And daggone it, it's been a nice show so far. Talked about the NBA draft. I will calm down. All right. I will calm down. I would thank you. Sorry, I lost my cool earlier. It's not Um, that you lost your cool. It's that you uh, really did not even have it in grasp so as to control it. So now (laughs) everything is of the norm. How do you feel about Mayor Lyda Krusen saying, I am G-O-H-N gone. I am so sick of this crap that I am gone. Well, it's not surprising. Um, she she's calling it retirement. I think it's more appropriately. I mean, she she saw the writing on the wall that yeah. she was going to to lose uh, any reelection bid. Um, she don't want none of I this mess anymore, up. Matt. Well, but it's a mess she's helped create. I, I mean, know I don't, she don't, I don't want really, no more of it. I don't have a lot of sympathy for anyone in the city yeah. right now from a government official standpoint. Uh, they've made their bed. And, and now they're lying in it. And you've got people like Kim Gardner as supposed to be uh, the top prosecutor for the, for the city. And you compare her to like Jeff Jensen, who's working, working tirelessly to combat violent crime yeah. while we have a city prosecutor who's doing anything but that. And, and so now we have Tashara Jones, who's the, the treasurer for the city who is the, I guess, presumed favorite to, to win the mayor's, uh, mayor's race. Really? And, you know, that's not going to change anything. I mean, yeah. she's, she's cut from the same cloth of, you know, the defund the police, the um, George Soros funded uh, politicians on the far left, mm-hmm. um, like the Cory Bush and, and, yeah. and others. And I just, I don't see what's going to save the city at this point. I, I'm very, uh, disappointed with with where it stands um you know the city is going to have a host of you know a whole host of other problems down the road when you look at revenue um and and taxation i mean you've got the earnings tax of one percent that you know i think they're going to have a lot of problem uh collecting and, and and dealing with um you know the telework situation where so many people who um normally worked in the city uh they may be having their Taxes still withheld by their employers, but uh, have a legitimate claim to, to have that amount refunded if they're not actually working in the city, which is going to be an interesting issue um, over the next over the next year plus. Yeah. And so um, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. I know that efforts to merge the county and the city uh, have been made over the years. You know, better together and others, and and that obviously didn't work. And at this point, I just I, I think the chances of something like that happening are. are uh, even less likely because the city just refuses to acknowledge the problems it has and it continues to elect uh, what I consider to be completely incompetent leaders. Uh, and so I don't know, Smash, what's your take? Well, by the standards of the new Democratic uh, presidency that's getting ready to come on in here, 
the mayoral situation may be just prime for a guy like Joe Biden to say, let's get one of our people in there and then St. Louis can be a city that we can grow in our own way. Although one of the ways a lot of people thinks it grows is because you got these radical leftists out there that are ready to explode at any time. And they're traveling in and out of St. Louis, putting forth, spewing forth their uh, leftist radicalism. Right. And another thing to touch on, I, I obviously didn't want to bring this up with, with, with Jeff Jensen, but, you know, every new administration has the, you know, typically they, uh, they will, they will replace us attorneys in the, yeah. in the various offices throughout the country. So it's probably likely that, you know, if Biden becomes president, then, uh, you know, he'll be replaced. Jeff will be replaced by someone else, uh, probably more left leaning, uh, ideologue and so you know what happens then with the city i mean he's he's been spearheading the effort to fight violent crime along with attorney general eric schmidt and, and main doj and so yeah uh yeah i worry about you know violent crime not only in the city but i mean he, you know jeff's job isn't just with the city it's the right. whole eastern half of the state so the county st charles county um so you know not a good not a good outlook uh for the city right now and again uh Unless something changes dramatically uh, from a leadership standpoint, you know, I, I don't see what's gonna what's gonna turn it around. Maybe if we get that NBA franchise smashed, that would, uh, uh, that would help. Well, you know, Trump was saying, "I'm keeping that kind of crime out of suburbia." And what I'm thinking to myself is, I've never heard uh, Biden say that. So, should we possibly be thinking along the lines of maybe expansion of uh, MetroLink? Shall we say? Shall we? see uh, along the lines that uh, maybe there's going to be the kind of housing that allows people of a, a lesser financial capability to come on and, and move into that property level that, that you paid a lot of money for. And now all of a sudden you got, you know, a house that was $250,000, let's say, and now it's only worth two twenty and going down. Right. That was, that was something that Trump touted a lot on the campaign trail. Yeah. Biden's going to let you build a, multifamily housing right, right. In your, your suburban neighborhood and um you know that's something that I, I don't know how that will how that will play out um it won't be popular obviously for a lot of right. communities that want to keep their single family uh neighborhoods um you know i don't i don't want my neighbor uh to be able to tear down their house and build a, a 10 unit uh apartment complex next yeah. door and i don't think many people would want that um and i don't think many people understand all that you know during the election yeah uh, you know, Trump would go out there and say that, yeah, I'm protecting the suburbs and, and how that actually resonated with people or, you know, whether they understood what he meant remains to be seen. And now you've got Biden talking about putting, uh, or at least, let me phrase it this way, Bernie Sanders has has put out that he would like to be considered for the Secretary of Labor, okay? Hmm. He wants to, to be able to fight in that role for, you know, increasing the minimum wage to sure. fifteen dollars an hour and equal, uh, you know, equal pay for equal work for women and all these things. And I'm thinking to myself, you got restaurants, right? The hospitality industry yeah. right now is just getting crushed. Yep. And you want to now uh, implement a, a doubling of the minimum wage? Who is, you know, that's going to impact that industry probably more so than anybody else. Right. I mean, it's just crazy. It it, it it's policy that. It comes from a guy like 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 Sanders, who's never really worked a real job in his life. Right. Okay. He's been a politician his entire life. 
He's never created a job. He's never started a business other than maybe some political consulting firms that his family started that get paid by his campaign, which is amazing, but that is legal. And that's, what's been done. He's made, his family has made a fortune off of his presidential runs. Um, same with Elon Omar in Minnesota. I don't know if you saw that story yeah. where her right. new husband, uh, who she married after, uh, she was cheating on her, her, her first husband right. with him. He was her political advisor, made millions off her congressional campaign, directly paid out of out of her campaign. No campaign. kidding. I didn't and catch so, that. Wow. I mean, these are the people who are at the forefront of yeah. the country, leading us, making policy. Joe Biden, again, nice guy. Say what you will about him. Never created a job, never owned a business other than, you know, his, his China dealings with Hunter and <laughs> whatever was going yeah. on there. But, I mean, these people don't understand what it takes to employ people, to hire people, to pay them, to deal with all the things that yeah. come with, you know, employing people. Yeah. And, and I think it's a scary time to be talking about things like doubling the minimum wage um, and, and other policies that, frankly, are going to be a tremendous burden uh, for employers, not only in the hospitality industry, but across the country. And so it's, it's, it's pretty scary. Well, it's uh, scary to think also they're shutting all this stuff down. And, you know, depends on what side you're on. The virus is upon us or the, the virus take your own chances. But, I mean, they're shutting it all down at the Christmas holidays, man. And it's kind of like, wow, what's Christmas going to be like this year? Not that I'm crying about it or anything, but the hospitality industry flourishes at Christmas time. New Year's Eve is out of the question, too. So, I mean... They're telling you to stay home at Thanksgiving, not even go see any of your relatives, man. It's wild. I know. Well, uh, yeah, it's sad. And, you know, like you said, these, these restaurants, you know, holiday parties, yeah. holiday events, and yeah. all that stuff's canceled. Um, yeah, the loss in revenue is just is mind-boggling. Um, and as far as the holidays go, I mean, Thanksgiving is certainly one of my favorite yeah. uh, holidays. and. I'll take a moment here, Smash, and say, you know, maybe we should say what we're thankful for with uh, thankful, you know, Thanksgiving coming up. I'm still very thankful, you know, for, for you for being part of this show. <laughs> Dave, producer, appreciate you. Uh, my family, you know, I just want to give a shout out to all my friends. You know, it's been, it's been a tough year. Um, hopefully, you know, we can keep in mind all the good things that everybody has um, and still celebrate. Celebrate Thanksgiving, celebrate Christmas. Keep our uh, keep our eyes on on what's important as far as uh, what Christmas is really all about, and I hope that people can try to find some joy and happiness despite everything that's going on. Yeah, Dave and I are trying to think of what we're thankful about. We really can't think. You got nothing? <laughs> I figured you hung up on me. Uh, I tell you what I'm thankful for, man. The Lord has blessed me with many, many things. And uh, one of those things is, of course, this show. And I'm working four radio shows now, man. And I would have never thought in my life that I'd be doing four at the same time. But when it rains, it pours, you know. And uh, in the time when I... Went 10 years unemployed with my wife's illness uh, overshadowing everything. Lord, never let me fall. Now, you know, well, wait a minute, Smash. You're talking about the Lord. You cuss and carry on. Yeah. I ain't perfect. I'm going to be perfect if the Lord lets me pass those pearly gates. But until then, 
He knows what I'm all about. And uh, this ain't about going to church. This is about my relationship with God. I'm just glad God's in my life, man. He uh, gave me the opportunity to come work with you. And I mean, you and me doing this show is one thing. But me and you first met up at Subway because I had tax problems. I found you at Subway. And then, boom, that's how I kind of got in with a St. Louis tax lawyer, STL taxlawyer.com and then we became friends and political and uh professional buddies and uh, it's a magnificent uh, situation right now absolutely well right i'm so grateful uh to have met you i'm grateful for the team i've got uh now the milton law group and i do want to give a shout out we actually just hired another lawyer really um one of those things that just sort of serendipity um yeah his name is, is shine lynn uh it's spelled just like sunshine He's uh, been practicing for more than 15 years, uh, doing IRS controversy work, had an opportunity. Uh, The attorney he was working for uh, sort of winding down. And so um, I kind of went on a limb, you know, talking about, you know, employing people. It's it's not easy, um, but I'm taking a risk by, you know, increasing the overhead. But I see an opportunity to to help serve the clients we have and and to to grow even more. So so I made an offer and he, he came on board. This week, couldn't be happier to have him. Uh, like I said, he's got experience in all kinds of different IRS matters. He's handled whistleblower cases uh, for the last few years, uh, focusing primarily on that. So blowing the whistle on, on uh, people who, who uh, are cheating on their taxes. Yeah. And, and um, But he, he really knows the ins and outs of the IRS and, and administrative procedure and Bravo. how to litigate. So, yeah, it's a great addition. Yeah, I'm so, happy for you, so buddy. I'm thankful for that. I was hoping to have a big... You know, firm holiday uh, soiree, yeah. if you will, but that looks like it's not going to happen given the current uh, shutdown yeah. environment. But when we do, oh, uh, uh, maybe in the springtime, smash. We'll, Dave, uh, Dave's looking. Our, maybe you could be our MC. I got you covered there, but Dave's looking on his phone right now to see if he has anything to be happy about. You find anything there, Dave? Hmm, I've been <laughs> honestly thinking about it <laughs> since I was on my way to the studio today. Oh, really? Let me. Th- Thing. He's thinking. He wasn't thankful to get. He got an earful over text from me from right behind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I was saying I was not thankful early. for my phone. Am I right? Phone. On time is five minutes early. Am I right? Uh, I, sir, have nothing to do with time. <laughs> I merely I think, I float through like, life. I float through life. I don't know what the time is, sir. Well, there there are two theories when it comes to time. There's the Tom Coughlin school. The Tom Coughlin theory where <laughs> if you're Coughlin. on time, you're five minutes late. Yeah, or that's right. there's that's my right. favorite, the bad news Marvin Barnes theory, the former ABA legend for the Spirits of St. Louis here. Game time is on time. There you are. But Marvin you Barnes. On time. You were late. That's late. But you know what? What he is doing by being late is helping you improve your temperament. Because if we can calm you down because of your quarantine and Dave can come in just I am on edge. I am on edge. I know. It's just a couple of minutes late, man. You know, you know, he didn't remember that we had an actual uh, you know, judicial dude on with we could have uh, done something with, but that's Dave, man. Dave, uh, oh, make sure I'm we still run. Thankful for you, Dave. I'm still thankful for you. <laughs> All right, I, 
I totally appreciate it. I love working with you, and it's not like I had to go, you know, run around finding equipment for a certain co-host or anything. So it's totally on me. Totally on me. <laughs> Matt, Matt didn't have his headphones. No, he usually keeps them in his carry-all, his man purse. <laughs> oh yeah. You got that? Do you, you bring your man purse today, Smash? Uh, you know what's funny? Today I did not. Uh, it's out in the car. I guess it shouldn't be, but I did not. Better keep that locked up. Oh, I got it locked up. Uh, hopefully it's still locked up. But, uh, yeah, normally I'm carrying my man purse, and my man purse is my life in, in all, all honesty. <laughs> I would have never thought that uh, I'd be carrying a purse ever in my life. But at one point in time, my pants were so drooping. It's kind of like pants on the ground, pants on the ground, looking like a fool <laughs> with your pants on the ground. And my kids, my, yeah, my kids, uh, at Christmas one day gave me my first man purse about 10 years ago now. And, uh, I said, I'm not going to carry a purse. I said, dad, it's not a purse. It's an iPod carrier. People will think you're carrying a small computer with you and nobody will know. So from that moment on, my pants no longer droop. I carry him above well, it's belly button. A purse. It's definitely a purse. Whatever, you, however you want to spin it, it's definitely a purse. But it does look good on you. You carry it well. You got to know how to um, carry it, man. I can't carry <laughs> I it under say. under my arm like you do yours. But you like uh, to wear, and you wear like uh, you like to wear mesh shorts and sweatpants. So it's hard for you know if you carry like if I carry that it's like if I fill up my pockets with sweatpants or gym shorts, man, my my drawers start to droop. Yeah, it's just heavy. exactly phone, right. The phone's heavy. The wallet. I got the. Costanza wallet. I mean, it's it's probably two inches thick. I yeah. still carry, you yeah. know, the old bifold. Yeah. So it can be very uh, very cumbersome. There are times where I wish I had the man first. Um, I do carry a like a computer laptop, mm-hmm. uh, more of a briefcase. But um, that's what would be cool is if you carried one of those like metal old school briefcases, like where you'd see somebody deliver like cash. I got one, man. Somebody. I still got one, and you know what, man? It's as good today as it was twenty five years ago. When I bought it. Is, it. is it one of those metal ones? There's one of those metal ones that they either carry cash or explosives in. <laughs> That's Magnificent. Uh, as long as it closes well and it, it doesn't does. fly open in the middle of the street. It does. It does. I carry that. Hey, with the time we got, I want to. I do want to talk about a sponsor. Holidays coming up. If you if you have plumbing issues that come up, you know, make sure you give Bright House Plumbing a call. You can find them at Bright House Co dot com smash after thanksgiving meal we don't know what's going to happen with that toilet he might have to have them on speed dial to, uh, to remedy the situation so definitely if you got plumbing needs check them out it's brighthouseco.com brighthouse plumbing for all of your plumbing needs as well as if you need junk removed power washing it's a good time of year to do some power washing around the house you know hose off all the debris and everything that's blowing around right now would be a good time to Check out Bright House Plumbing at brighthouseco.com. This is the Mark Milton Show with the Smash, broadcasting from the Miller Furniture Studios. Thankful for you guys. It's been a great show. Really enjoyed it. Look forward to our next one. You can always find us at 590thefan.com, themarkmiltonshow.com, or you can subscribe and download our podcast anytime from Apple iTunes or anywhere you get your podcast. Gentlemen, it's been real. Wish right everybody on. a happy Thanksgiving. Right. Uh, try to enjoy it despite all the craziness, and we will catch you next time.